Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janice Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janice Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Hey, it's Kramer, and this is my morning take on the market from today's CBC Investing Club morning meeting. Well, I'm going to break form here. Right now, I have to tell you, I think J&J is wrong to be down. I, we can talk about the market, but I think that we've gone over with, uh, and we've had, you know, this is a company that we have very close relationship with, and I'll say only like that, but it is true, Jeff, that there are people who are selling the stock and they don't know what they're doing. And it looked pretty good this morning. I mean, as it should have, right? You had a strong earnings beat, revenue beat. They raised their outlook for the full year. I have beats pretty much across the board. I know vaccine sales might have been one of the drivers, but still very strong numbers in pharma, in med tech with China coming back and in consumer, the growth. Now on the conference call, there was a comment made. I think this explains perhaps why the stock is down. I don't think it's right that it should be, but they talked about, so they've had this $60 billion revenue target for 2025 for the pharma business. The street doesn't believe they'll do 60. The street is at around 54 management. Okay, so let's understand. So the street doesn't believe J&J's projections. Correct. Uh, which are, are 60. 60 billion. And the street's dramatically lower from that. 54 billion. Right. Now, the company did say on the call that based on current uh, um, current uh, current rates, exchange rates, that tr- that number is actually going to be 57 billion. So my interpretation of that, there might be some confusion happening. Well, if the street's at 54 versus 60, but you're lowering it by three due to FX, maybe it should be so the street think that that they'll that they'll only do 51. Yeah, I I don't know. I I mean no, that, that would be you know, the apples apples the comparison, that, but you know, I don't think that's fair well, at like, all. I think when you see this, I mean obviously stock was up initially. Yeah. Shadow box pre-call. First, pre-call. Pre-call. First you hear, all right, well, maybe because they were going to make money in the COVID vaccine, uh, and now they're not. No, everyone knew they weren't. That was already yeah. disclosed. It wasn't then in their you, guidance. Then you have people who were worried about maybe they said something new on talc. No, there was absolutely nothing about talc. They disclosed the litigation, uh, which is what they've had to do. And, and they think they'll get the supermajority. And they think they'll get the supermajority, and that's done in May. So checkbox, no. So then you start thinking, well, did they uh, lower guidance on pharma? Well, they did not lower guidance on pharma. Were they conservative about med tech? Absolutely, because they didn't even talk about how the China inflection is coming right now. Yeah. Was well, consumer products not so good? No, consumer products was actually double digit. They were able to raise price and no degradation of market share, which then all comes down to the fact that I think that this stock, which is down four or five dollars, um, may not rally in a given day because there's someone out there who really hates it right now. But it, it is a buy. Start your day with my outlook on the market every morning. Visit cbc.com slash morning take to become a CNBC Investing Club member at a special rate today. All opinions expressed by Jim Cramer on this podcast and in connection with the CNBC Investing Club are solely Cramer's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by Cramer on television, radio, internet, or another medium. No specific outcome or profit is guaranteed in connection with your reliance upon or other use of the content from Cramer. The opinions offered in connection with this podcast and the CNBC Investing Club are not an attempt to induce any particular trading behavior, investment, or 
or strategy. You should be aware of the risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed in the content from Kramer. To view the full CNBC Investing Club disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash investing club disclaimer. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.